What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Antonio Durazo. I thought, you know, even though it's a uh, school-type platform, I thought I could have fun with this one. Um, I truly want to use this time, this podcast, to motivate others, inspire others, to really get out there and do your job. Now, I used to be constantly at home, just on my couch, playing video games. Not really doing much, let's be quite honest. But I didn't I didn't find that satisfaction. I was more satisfied with doing nothing. But boy was I wrong because staying committed to the work and the work that I do now, it's completely changed my outlook on things. Um obviously we all know, you know, you can gain responsibility, you know, you gain certain things from working. But um I think overall, man, no harm, no foul, man. It's just the benefits are there. And it's just, it's honestly a joy for me to be able to have that kind of start and in some ways try to use it to express how motivated I am to motivate others, maybe young, maybe old, that no matter what you do, if you do it well, you can get a really good response from it. And uh, I think that's really what I'm trying to portray here. Um, in this uh, line of work. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we could talk about work all day. And uh, I could talk for, for hours and hours. But, uh, you know, I truly enjoy what I do at the moment in time. And, uh, yeah, man, I hope you guys had fun listening to this. I mean, that's, 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 that's going to do it for me. Um so, yeah. What up, what up, what up? 6.10 a.m. here in beautiful Jersey. 54 degrees outside, but it's just like, I know it's raining, but it's just like, what? Anyways, uh, it's your boy, A.D., Antonio Durazo. And I just thought I would take this time to make a podcast, son. You know what I'm saying? It's been a while. Um, I did a couple of these for my uh, my online classes I've been taking, trying to get that college education, uh, that, 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 that degree. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, uh, less about me. I just thought it'd be cool to do one of these again. And uh, I just had a few topics that I wanted to get off my chest, a few things that I wanted to talk about uh, in the lab. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. Um, let's get started, man. I mean... Uh, not everything I want to talk about has to do with sports related, but this one's been bothering me for quite some time and and it has to do with the NFL. Okay. Because, um, we have two great matchups last Sunday, right? We had, you already know, we had the Rams versus the Saints. We had the Patriots versus the Chiefs and boy, were they two great games? Were they not, were they not two phenomenal games? Um, and and let's just go in the order we watch them, right? Let's go Rams Saints. Okay. Now the game starts off and you're like, oh boy, if this goes on, the Saints are about to put up at least forty points on these young cats. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, like, it's gonna get ugly, it's gonna get ugly quick. Cause they were just feeding Camara, they were just just dishing them the, the, you know what I'm saying? PPR blessings. But um but it, it didn't turn out that way. Rams stayed strong. Their defense stayed strong. Just kept giving up field goals, field goals. Will Lutz, Will Lutz, Will Lutz, Will Lutz. So I'm saying, no, it doesn't matter. What are they down? 13 points. They're down 14 points. Touchdown, they're back in the game. In fact, that's exactly what happened. The game kept going back and forth, back and forth. 
Now, you already know what I want to talk to you guys about. Gay's about to be under wraps. Saints, they're about to be, you know, you know, uh, in in the in the red zone pretty much. And and uh, what ends up happening is they get a no call on a very very obvious pass interference call, right? So this play happens, you know, Roby Coleman, I think his name is, or I could be wrong. Um, so this play happens, and you know. Uh, obviously, we all know uh, the end result. Rams win the game on an, an OT on a field goal, and you know, undoubtedly, the Saints are upset that they were robbed of a victory because if that call was, you know, called, essentially the Saints, you know, they they take the game, they they win the game. Um, I can't say how many times it's actually happened in the NFL, but I'd say uh, people say that doesn't happen. That didn't happen a lot, but yeah, the refs blew the call, but. That happens a lot in games in the NFL where, you know, refs miss calls and it could have changed the outcome of a game. Uh, that being said, this game was up and down the whole way for both teams. And I'm not going to discredit the fact that the Rams won that game even in the way that they did. Uh, I mean, listen, uh, to, to feel sour, that's one thing. Obviously, you're going to root for your guys. You're going you're gonna to say, hey, listen, we get that call, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it makes sense. But, um, yeah, it's just not how the way it went. The Rams went back down. They tied the game, took it to OT. You didn't score on that possession. They had Drew Brees had a drive. The Rams come up big. They stop you. Goff takes his team back down the field. Uh, you got your man, uh, uh, Zerline. He comes in. He knocks down two very important field goals. They win the game. I mean, that's just how it went. And, boy, man, let me tell you something, man. Michael Thomas. This man can ball. I mean, I've seen this guy play out. I mean, just, just the week before. Uh, that game, he, had, uh, what, he went off. He went off for over 180 yards, like, on some um, 12K. It was just dumb, dumb. Okay? But, but. But then to continue this and then say, uh, Mr. Roger Goodell, like, let's take a look at this uh, what rule action 16, 17, whatever the hell it was that that rules that games could be replayed or you could be you could tell a team. Like, no, no. OK, that's just I, I had a, I had a problem with that. I don't have a problem with Michael Thomas. I think he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL as of right now. Uh, he's he's in he's in that context. Top five. Um which is also another great discussion to have because there's always top five wide receivers moving in and out. I bet people would even have the audacity of taking out Antonio Brown out of the top five. For some reason, I get that feeling that's that Antonio Brown will be out of people's top fives for some reason. Maybe it's because Steelers didn't make the playoffs, but Antonio Brown would be in my top five. Anyways, that was getting off topic, but great topic to talk about. I will, in fact, make a podcast or a uh a video uh, stream of that discussion. Hopefully, I get a lot of people to answer, comment, you know, subscribe, whatever the the whole deal is about that. Uh, moving on. Now we got ourselves the crown jewel. We got ourselves the Patriots versus the Chiefs. Boy, what a game! Now, I did one of the DraftKings lineups, and I was tell I told myself the whole way, hey, listen, don't miss out on putting your boy Mahomes. In there, and I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be the first one to say it. I did not. I did not see this man 
blowing up. I considered this man coming into the league in his first year, and he was going to have shit numbers. He was going to be the worst quarterback. One of very few uh, things that I've gotten wrong when it, as it comes to the NFL. I mean, shit, just a couple. I mean, like, what was it, two years ago? I was like, hey, listen, this man's about to be the MVP. And that man became Cam Newton was, in fact, the MVP that year. Um, so I, I do my fair share. I do my I do my telltale. Um, but, I mean, I just got a little bit in my head there. Um, but back to Patrick Mahomes, man. I mean, you're going up against the Patriots. Yeah, you're home. That's that's a good thing because they wouldn't stand – nobody stands a chance in Foxborough, let alone anybody standing a chance in the NFL. But um, I saw first take, and, and although Max is a little – I don't know. I don't know. His attitude was a little off to me. He did make some valid points. I mean, watching that game – um, for the Chiefs to stay in there and and to hang in there, and to me, essentially, uh, have the game in the in their hands and win the game on many occasions, just goes to show me. It just gave me a little doubt about the NFL. And is there such things as being the top bidder as a manager, and and, and then you know that being downplayed to the refs and saying, hey, listen. Hey, Robert Kraft, he's got this kind of pocket in this, and they need to make the Super Bowl for you to make some type of money. I can see a couple people maybe adjusting some screens, some cameras, and making some calls. Because, all right, let's just go down what Max was able to review. That roughing the passer call was garbage. Garbage, okay? It was absolute trash. There was no, that's not... No way, shape, or form. The man reached over another offensive lineman to hit, just to slap Tom Brady on the shoulder blade. And for you to go in-depth and look at that and call the flag and call roughing the passer in a playoff atmosphere, it just didn't sit well with me. Uh, you know what? I'm not really interested about calling the Hogan catch, not a catch, catch. To me, I think that should be a catch, and it should be a catch moving forward for every other team as well, not just the Patriots. Uh, it's a little bobble, but at the end of the day, the ball never... The ball never, you know, even though the ball's allowed to touch the grass, um, and you know, or cause a fumble, whatnot. Um, I understand it was moving. I would call that a catch. At the end of the day, I would call that a catch. Just how I saw it. Um, but 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 the thing that, that got me was in that last play when Brady threw that interception off of Gronk uh, to Gronk, and then you know, tipped it. Obviously, he got intercepted. Uh, uh, to call that offsides. Okay, he was offsides, right? But I want to go and I want to know how many plays in the NFL that, that a defensive lineman actually has a hand or a foot or maybe a pinky toe across that brew line. And I, my guess is plentiful. My guess, my guess is plentiful. And offsides usually gets called because a player tries to jump the snap and doesn't do so. If you watch the play, he doesn't jump the snap. He's just, he's just lined up on an offsides position. So it was going to be a free play regardless, but most of the times, those plays, I have a feeling they don't get called. Uh, and even with all those plays, I think the most important thing that Max Kellerman forgot was that the Chiefs had the ball at the end of the game. Okay? Now, it's second down with 11 seconds left. Second down with 11 seconds left. And, you know, obviously the story goes the Chiefs kick it, tie the game, going to overtime. Now, my thing is 11 seconds is plenty of time to run at least one more play, at least one more chance 
at the end zone or maybe a closer field goal, whatever have you. And to not take that, I just, I just, I, can, I still can't understand it because you're home, uh, you're playing as well as you've been playing, uh, everything's telling you that you're going to win this game, and you don't take a shot in the end zone to seal it, to just put it, to put it to bed. Regardless of all the, the, the corruption that you may think has happened during this game, you don't put the ball, and just, and something like that just makes you think even more, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was going to say, you don't put the ball to bed, but I moved on, I said just something like that. Um... So you know they take the uh, the field goal there on second down with 11 seconds left, and uh, they make it an OT game. And essentially that's it. That's that's history because they never see the ball. Tom Brady takes the ball down the field, touchdown. That's it. Rex Burkhead, game over. Um, which makes me also question the OT rules because I'm not with the college playoff style of. You score, I score, you score, I score, you score, I score. Let's wait till, you know what I'm saying? I don't really like that model because it doesn't show anything. But my thing is, you got 15 minutes, right? You got an extended, you tied the game to get an extended 15 minutes. Let's play one more fucking quarter, right? Excuse my French, but let's play one more quarter. And at the end of that, who wins, wins. If it's another tie, we're going to a field goal shootout, okay? I'm dead ass serious. I'm Han Solo Burger up in this bitch serious about that. That sounds way cooler. It puts the game on the line, and it's time for the kickers to show up. All right? The original kicks, they both started 35 yards. Then we move back to 45. We move back to 55. Nobody's missed then. You know what we do? It's real simple. We keep kicking until somebody misses. (laughs) Because there's no such thing as a kicker automatically hitting 60-yard field goals. It just doesn't happen. So we go, we go to that far range, and we play it there. Eventually, somebody going to miss, I'm telling you. And, uh, yeah, so there's my opinion on that matter. I would love to hear what other people have to say about that. And if this actually does happen, that would be great. I would love to see something like that. I think that the NFL needs some type of juice like that. Ah, uh, man, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's really what I wanted to get off my chest. Um... Sometimes the NFL drives you a little crazy, man. It really does. But we got ourselves a heck of a game. We got Patriots versus the Rams. We got Belichick versus young boy Sean McVay, uh, who's been in the news a lot lately. Uh, you know. But um, yeah, you know, that's all. That's all I wanted to say, man. And uh, yeah, that's it. So I mean, hope you guys enjoyed this. I'll be. I'll be. Ba- <laughs> Your boy, deuces.